Welcome back to episode 14 of the Wave the Wee podcast. I am Jackson Reed, and we have another a fellow Kansan writer with me today. You're the you're the you're the track guy, the the the, the track the track and field guy. It's Max McElroy. Max, how are we doing? Great. I, I appreciate. I like the title of track and field guy. That's kind of what I've been known for now at the Kansan. Because we were at the you weren't there, but we were at the pitch meeting and or every our Monday meeting as sta- sports staff writers and. Your name was listed under the track meet that was on like a Friday or whatever, and then like in all caps it was it's Max's time to shine. So it was like, it's I mean what what is, that's that's like where I'm gonna start. What is it with track? How do you get so in fast in like so fascinated with track? Or where'd that start? Yeah, I uh, I always have done tracks. So I've done track for a very long time, but the part that I I really kind of like I guess when it took a hold is the whole Olympic track Usain Bolt era was just mm-hmm. like an amazing era, and so it was really fun to watch it. But then. Um, my my high school track coach was just kind of like a nut, and he would always share stuff with me, and I was like, I actually, actually kind of enjoy it, and I kind of find it entertaining, which I know a lot of people don't, and I know not a lot of people watch it too, but it's really fun, um, and I, I could, I feel like if, if Jackson, if we watched a track meet together, I could make you appreciate track a lot more you, than you, you could, do. You could make me appreciate track. <laughs> I what's could. Your, what's your favorite event? Or to, did, so you ran track in high school? I did. Favorite to run and favorite to watch? So I did the 300-meter hurdles. My senior year in okay. high school, um, and I loved it. That was a lot of fun. I had a, I actually had a Jamaican Olympian as my coach, which was really special. That was, I mean, that was pretty unique. Yeah, because you've um, Bull, obviously, from Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. cool. Uh, but favorite to watch is definitely the 400, 4x4, 800, um, that middle distance. It's long enough to where, you know, a lot can happen in the race, but, sh- you know, short enough to where you don't lose interest because I don't – I, I do like track, but I don't really watch like the three thousand, the five thousand meters. Those, the miles, those are long. <laughs> those are long. Those are, those are pretty. Those are pretty hard to stay to stay focused uh-huh. on. But weren't you? Didn't you used to be like involved with tennis and whatnot? Wasn't that your thing? Um, I, well, I'm the PA for Kansas women's tennis. That's it. Um, and I got that gig. I don't. I don't really know if my career is going to be doing you know PA, uh, but I've enjoyed doing it. It's been fun. Uh-huh. I know the tennis equipment manager, and so him and I have have a kind of a cool relationship, but. I don't see that some in the future. It's just fun to do now that I'm I'm at, I'm at KU. So speaking of things that are fun to do, we have a lot of <laughs> what do I talk about right now? We have a lot of people that have been on this podcast that have been associated with shows through Media Crossroads. We're in the studio right now. Tell us a little bit about your show because I'm on it. Blake, who's been on this podcast, has been on it. Chad's been on it. So like, what? Tell us a about what your show because it is it is your show. So the show is called Take a Side. It's a sports debate show. It's actually – so Jacob Polachek was an old KU student. He graduated also a year ago. Also been on this podcast. Oh, all right. Uh, yeah. So he graduated a year ago, and he lived in San Diego before and met this guy named Scott Kaplan, who's a reporter out of San Diego, L.A. area. He started this website called Sided. It's basically a debate website where you know users can post a debate, and it can get just quick votes on it. Um, and so Jacob wanted to turn that into a show here, get more KU students – kind of an experience in front of the camera um and then i was able to take it over and produce it and it has been a lot of fun you you were talking about how much you enjoy it it's kind of a low-key it's not really scripted people get to show a little bit of personality and yell at each other for you know five ten minutes absolutely because like every well just every time in particular that i debate blake it's just like us sitting at a table and we i mean blake and i yell at each other whether it's off camera, on camera, wherever we are, we normally are yelling about sports at each other. So, I mean, 
It's just a great show. It's a low key vibe. It's not a huge crew. It's like what 10, 15 of us. Maybe that. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. But we got a couple of kids that are joining, and you know, it's all about people getting reps and wanting to do it and wanting to show personality. And I think that's the driving force behind all like a lot of the shows here on Media Crossroads. But that one in particular, like, did you? So you started with it your freshman year, or sophomore year? Freshman. Freshman year. Yeah, I was. I was one of the one of this like the the, the debaters. I debated almost every week on that show what was your because i know you've told me about one take in particular but have you had any takes that have like came back at you or any takes that have been like great so the best take i've ever had on the show was freshman year the bills started the season three and oh and i think they finished i think they finished nine and seven so it wasn't a great year but i predicted that josh allen was the quarterback of the future aged very well as you know as we all know Mm -hmm. um also we had a a backup quarterback debate which one was going to be most successful and uh-huh. I said Teddy Bridgewater, Vikings fan. Uh, Teddy's my guy. Yep. And he went 5-0 and on the Saints, so that was a pretty good one. Um, yeah, those are two good ones. Yeah, I, I've been pretty proud of, of some of my takes on the show. I don't, now I'm the host, so I don't really get to do as many takes. But uh, I've, ha- I've had some good ones. I've had some, <laughs> some not-so-good ones. I said in our conference championship debate with Blake, I said that Alabama wouldn't score a point in the SEC, <laughs> in the SEC championship. They scored 40, 40, yeah, 41, 41 of them, yeah. 41 of them. That was a brutal take, but I've had some good ones. I said Utah would beat Oregon in that same mm-hmm. debate. They did again. Um, I had, we got in this huge argument. It was me and Cal, and he was like, Cincinnati's going to lose to Houston in the AAC championship. And I was like, no, they're not, Cal. Like, that's not going to happen. And then I went on camera. I kind of looked like directly into the camera, and I, like, I wasn't really talking to Blake. I just mm-hmm. wanted to prove my point to Cal and – what do you know? <laughs> Since I did win, then they went and got steamrolled by Alabama. But let's talk about you. Touch on it a little bit. So you're a Vikings fan. You're from Kansas. Where does that start? Where did, where did that come from? Uh, parents were born in Minnesota. Um, they, my mom and my dad, they moved here, I think, I think 29 years ago, 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and when, I think when, you're, when I was like a kid, it was a lot cooler to cheer for a team that wasn't local than it than than not you know just everyone's a Chiefs fan in Kansas right and so to have like be like oh I'm a Vikings fan too and then as I've gotten further along I've just become more of a Chiefs fan or more of a Vikings fan and more of like a wishing the Chiefs would lose <laughs> would lose kind of person <laughs> I feel that's the same thing with me I mean from Wisconsin I've cheered for the Rams for all, as long as I can remember and I mean it's it's fun and it's different and it's it's also fun because the Rams are in the Super Bowl right now yeah, but um yeah I, I totally agree with you so I mean obviously you're front you you are technically an in-stater mm-hmm. but where i mean you obviously have family roots in minnesota was what else, were there any other colleges that were like in the mix when you were coming to, to pick a college i did always kind of want to go to the university of minnesota uh-huh. and then senior year i kind of just got caught up in everything that was going on i was enjoying life and i forgot to like actually start applying for other places <laughs> and so when the time came it was like Kansas is still an option. Like I love Kansas. I love. I've been here. My brother, and my sister, both are here, mm-hmm. um, or graduated already. Um, so, it was one of those things where I just I was happy with the University of Kansas. I didn't really apply anywhere else. Um, but yeah, I made the right decision. I mean, especially just with journalism. KU's done a really good job investing in broadcast, and the, it's the way of the future. You know, that's kind of right. I mean. Just take a look at, because you, you were in the Dole era, right, of the J School, where it was down there in Dole, where I used to record this podcast in, like, a closet, where 
I'm trying to describe it for the people listening. If you went into the center of the studio where I used to record Wave the Weed and stuck your arms out, you could probably touch the walls, and I don't have a very long wingspan, and I know I've said that before, but I mean, the investment in the J School and just how beautiful the building this is, and we get to be in a studio with three cameras, a million different mics, all these lights that hang above our head, which I've... Have I told you a story where I, where I dropped one? No. We were getting, oh, we were no. getting ready for a show, and I, was t- I, I turned the light, and I turned it too far, and the, the, obviously the lights are held by the screws, and it came down, and I caught it. It was like a, like a fair catch, like a mm. punt, mm. and I caught it, and then Jackson Bezdek just looked at me and was like, what are you doing, bro? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> like, it's just, but at any rate, I mean, like, for the most part, everything works. Everything is, like, awesome in here, and just the investment that the university has put into communications because... I mean, there are some majors that may fizzle out, but like communications won't be won't ever be mm-hmm. one of them because it's just the way that we communicate. Obviously, we have the classrooms upstairs, the lounge or whatever up there, and then obviously the J School gives a great job of like giving people opportunities and giving people like you know like they give people opportunities to be on shows like Take a Side and give people opportunities to be you know on whatever they want to do and write for the cans and like us and all that kind of stuff. So. I wanted to backtrack just a little bit. So when did you get started with the Kansan and like why? Because we've had a couple, we have a back-to-back Kansan writers on, on, and then now you obviously, so that's three in a row. But um, like where did that, where did that start for you? Why did you want to join the Kansan? Uh, freshman year, the only thing I heard from Cal Butcher, you know, head of media crossroads was get involved, do everything you can and right. just continue to spread yourself and find kind of what sticks. So that went into more, you know, everything I did at that point was broadcast, you know, in front of the camera. Um, but then he was like, you should also start writing too. So go to the Kansan. Um, I, it was very different than what it was now. It was a lot less organized than it was now. Um, but it was basically, you got to find your own story and pitch it. And, and then you have to write about it. And it wasn't covering sports. I was more covering stories about sports, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. one of the articles I did was, uh, when Kansas football, they did basically a virtual junior day for recruits uh, once the pandemic hit. Oh, yeah. And okay. so that was a story that I, that I wrote, which was – it was a really cool story, but now I'm, I'm a, you know, more of a, a sports reporter. Um, but I left after that year, sophomore year, when everything was uh, – you know, all my classes weren't in person and I was all online. Didn't really have a lot of motiva- <laughs> motivation to be a writer then. Did any of us? No, Exactly. And so I was kind of, you know, took a step back and then I wanted to get back involved in it because I am trying to get a job (laughs) and I've talked to some people that I've connected with and they just say like getting involved in the school newspaper is, it's huge and it's very helpful. And I've noticed that I actually enjoy writing a lot more than I thought I did, which Mm -hmm. is, which is good. It's something that I kind of had to learn about myself. I mean, it probably, probably makes you feel a little bit old, but I mean, it is kind of getting to that time for somebody like you. Can you... Is it, what, what's the goal for, for Max McElroy? Is there a spot you want to be, something you want to do? Because yeah. obviously there's things you filter out on your way through mm-hmm. college, but just give us a little preview of what life is like after this. Yeah, I, I really would like to produce. Um, I really have like take a side a lot, um, but broadcast route is definitely where I want to go. I kind of want to create content, so you know, producing, you get to be in charge of that a little bit more, which I think is great. I... Uh, I don't have a spot specifically, so Vikings fan, you know, I'm going to get on my little Vikings soapbox here. They have, just like the, the J School here has invested a lot of money into broadcast, the, the Vikings, it's called the Vikings Entertainment Network. They have created this whole media conglomerate where they have different, like, on-air talents. They have 
uh, behind the scenes producers, directors. Uh, they they have right. I mean, they have this whole unit, of, and, and they post on their their YouTube video. They have complete creative control over what they what they do and what they post. Uh, really cool thing for the Vikings. That that would be a job that I would love to have. Mm-hmm. Um, but even like that is something that I think a lot of NFL teams will continue to invest more money in and more resources into. Right. And that would be that would be the end goal. Um, but you know, if I get to stay in the purple and yellow, I'll be pretty happy. That's what I'm saying. But okay, hypothetical. Let's say Green Bay comes calling and they give you the same opportunity. Can you can you morally get over that hump and and work for the Packers? I will say. If I don't have another opportunity like that, <laughs> I will take the Packers job. But okay. I won't be happy about it. I won't be happy about it. Okay, but I mean, that's a lot of, I mean, like we said, a lot of people are investing in communications more and more than, you know, more and more than we would think. But I mean, the Vikings win a Super Bowl and you're on the team. Does that mean, does that mean you get a ring? That'd be pretty amazing. That would that'd be pretty, that'd be pretty cool. I well, mean, I don't know if Minnesota's going to win. I didn't but. know how – oh, we're coming. <laughs> I, didn't know how, I didn't know how many people get a ring, so I know a, one of the, like – it's like secondary equipment managers, like lo, like low lower end of equipment managers. They don't really do anything. They just, like, do the washing of the, the uniforms. They got yeah. a Chief Super Bowl ring. Yeah, uh-huh. So, like, if you're on the entertainment thing, you've got to be able to get one too. I feel like that – I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I feel like that's equitable in terms of... But it draws an audience. I mean... Yeah. You get some more Vikings fans. You can make some more Vikings. You deserve that ring. um, Maybe I should take a team... Maybe I should take a job for a team that's going to win a championship. Just get a bunch of rings. Yeah. Yeah, I was on the team. (laughs) But we just had uh, Steve Roddinghouse on the Cheers Cheers to Careers podcast, which is another podcast that comes out of the J School. He just had... Oh, man. I think it was like a... It's like a second level marketer for the Atlanta Braves and they were on a zoom and he had the ring on his finger. Mm-hmm. And it was like, that was the whole story behind like, you know, he got his ring and he did his like, he just does like, like marketing for the Braves. And I mean, literally from the best player on the team to the guy that washes the cars. Like, I mean, everybody gets a ring. And I think that's something that a lot of people want to be a mm-hmm. part of. I mean, some people like, um, I'm thinking Mike Vernon. I know Vernon listens to this podcast. He's been, <laughs> he's been stirring the pot on Twitter recently. But I mean, like someone who worked for a Bleacher Report, who like it's a big worldwide company. And there's other people that like you know that work for teams and work for you know. And then you have Jacob Polachek who just randomly switches from sports to law <laughs> out of college. But I mean, we can't. We're not expect. You're not expecting a switch like that, are you? I mean, you want to stay in sports. I would like to stay in sports. So I also just another personality thing. I really like movies and like. You big, do big film guy. I didn't know that. Um, okay. Yeah. So I I think like that, or if I could do you know like press tours or press junkets for you know certain movies coming out or like AMC, um, I think that would also be really cool. I I like to ask questions. I get really upset at when people when reporters and journalists especially ask like really bad questions mm-hmm. because they get they get a lot of uh, garbage for it because they're bad questions and I feel like I could just like I don't know. Set them straight. Not set them straight, but there's just so many times where I just get frustrated with the kinds of questions that reporters are asking, and like that's I don't know, that's not the type of journalist that I want to journalism I want to go into. I guess. <laughs> okay, so let's play. Let's let's play. Let's play this game real quick. It's called frustrate the movie guy. So have you seen like you Star Wars fan? <laughs> okay. All right. So I am a movie guy. Never seen Star Wars. Me neither. Okay, okay, Me sweet, neither. Sweet, sweet. Are you a Marvel like a Marvel guy? Not really. I've never seen a Marvel okay. movie yeah, either. Yeah, I have. I have some opinions about Marvel. I don't. I don't. 
it's it's changed the way people watch movies, and it's a little frustrating to me. But what's your what's your like go to movies? Like what like what kind of genre do you do you um, go into? Like uh, I call it it's like gritty science fiction. So like okay. so like the Blade Runners, the Dunes of the world, uh, okay. where it's like it's a little bit more. It's not like all this like outer space alien stuff. It's just kind of like humans and how they've evolved or devolved rather. Uh-huh. I like okay. that stuff. I also like. Uh, I'm pretty pretty diverse in my movie taste, so I I like all kinds of things, comedies. Uh huh. Do you have a favorite that sticks out above the rest as far as a favorite movie of all time? Yeah. So my favorite movie I think is is it's Blade Runner two thousand forty nine came out a couple years ago. I've never even yeah. heard of it. Ryan Gosling, Harrison Ford, it's, it's cloudy. It's got a great great lineup. Is it yeah. a book? No. So it wasn't. That's movie. Maze Runner. That's yeah, Maze, Maze Runner. Runner. That's Maze Runner. Yeah. There you go. Blade Runner came out in like the eighties or nineties. 80s and then okay. they made a sequel for it okay a lot of years later okay so who's in this gosling and who and harrison ford oh harrison okay okay yeah, yeah it's I've... uh it's very long and very boring which i understand it's not for everybody <laughs> people like what they like i know I people know, like the what they like so we've been talking about you know like the cans and writing and all that stuff so i mean it's so like obviously moving forward are you, so are you we're, we're ditching writing is that what we're going with I mean <laughs> no I uh, I mean multimedia journalist that's that's the way that I think the journalism world is kind of going into anyway where it's not only it used, used to be you can just write now it's just media now it's can you do everything mm-hmm. um, so it's you know the ability to write the ability to to, to do a stand up the, the ability to be on camera the ability to even be a, a technical director like I think it's it's very important to be able to have you know, jack of all trades, master of none. I guess right, I would say. Yeah, I think, especially doing the, especially being a technical director. I think that that's a personal thing for me. Like that that machine in there, the the tricaster, that scares me. There's so <laughs> many buttons. I have no idea what's going on. And you know, the people that are that are behind it normally for shows like, I mean, we had Jasper, who, mm-hmm. but she's moved on, obviously. Blake can do it. Maya can do it. I mean, there's plenty of people in there that know how to do it. Like with their eyes closed and it's just it just scares me I, I don't get it it does feel like another language and there's weird levers on it too like, I don't what, what, how do you, <laughs> what's what a you, lever what you, for what are you supposed to push up on the yeah on the track guys I was literally I was just getting the hang of the old audio board that we mm-hmm. had and I came in and we had this new audio board that has like 26 mic channels on it and I was like I knew it had Cal written all over it and I was like what like what are we doing here but you know what it is you know it is what it is but so we end wave the wheat in you know in the same fashion every single time. So, um, what? Oh, I just got lost in my own podcast. Um, so I need a college venue that you have not been to yet that you would like to go to, mm. and a professional sports venue that you would like to go to and you have not gone to yet. Oh, all right. So I gotta check out the new Raiders Stadium. That's my professional sport venue. The Roomba Stadium. Live bet. The Roomba Stadium. Um, live betting, I think, is awesome. Like at the stadium, I think that's sweet. Um, it also looks just amazing. It's on the Vegas Strip. Max is over twenty-one, folks. I am over twenty-one. Disclaimer. Just recently. Just recently. I know. Um, so yeah, going to Vegas. That whole. I think the trip, along with having the Raiders right. stay in there, Raiders game would be so fun. I think the Vikings play the Raiders next year, so maybe I can make that happen. Graduation gift. There yeah. You go. Um, and then, in terms of a college venue that I've never been to. I think I think going to the Coliseum for USC football would be really cool. Okay. In the Lincoln Riley era, there'd be a lot of excitement, so I think that'd be pretty fun. Um, yeah. Other than that, I mean, th- there's not like 
I've been to college football, maybe maybe Bama, like just you know that would uh-huh. be that would be pretty awesome. But I Pe- feel like the Coliseum, LA, you mm-hmm. know. People have said LSU. People have said Tennessee. People mm-hmm. have said Napier Katie said the Azteca for U.S. Mexico, like a soccer match. Like oh, a, that'd be cool. I I, w- I would love for the, for KC to get a World Cup. I would be. As much as it scares me to say that, I'd be gr- I'd be long graduated by the time the World Cup comes here. Yeah. But I mean, the stuff that's going on in KC right now, we I would love to do an NFL draft. So, but that's twenty twenty three. It's coming to KC, right? Oh, maybe the J School will do some coverage of it. I I'm sure I'll be doing I'll be something gone. for it. Yeah, you will be oh, going. Never mind. That's so <laughs> sad. That's maybe, so sad. Maybe you can do stuff with it with the J School. I could. I will be here. You will not, unfortunately. No. But it would. Two years from now, right? So twenty twenty three of May. So I'll be just graduate. So it'll be my last. So yeah, it'll be it'll be like Blake's junior year, mm-hmm. like that group's junior year, my mm-hmm. sophomore. Okay, yeah. I mean, there's so much exciting stuff, and then obviously with how beautiful Rock Chalk Park is now, I mean, not the World Cup's not going to go there. It'll go in Arrowhead. But I mean, have you been to Arrowhead before? I have. It's awesome, isn't it? It is fun. So I also I live with some Chiefs fans, and when I when the Chiefs played the Vikings last year. Uh-huh. Um, or two years ago, Vikings made the playoffs that year, and the Vikings fans were louder than the Chiefs fans. I was surprised because Arrowhead that's is known so for not, being that's loud. So not true. It, oh, I so I will say Patrick Mahomes was out that game, so oh. I don't know if Chiefs fans sold their tickets or not. But like Vikings fans were loud, and I was surprised because I was like Arrowhead, you know, it wasn't that loud. Like Vikings fans were louder. Who played for them? Was it? It was Matt, Matt Moore. Matt Moore. Who, yeah. Who is Matt? <laughs> who is, who is, we just did a segment also, on Matt Moore. Also. We lost that game, by the way. We did lose a game to Matt Moore. That's which... Vikings fashion right there. That is Vikings. It's a new era. Is it a new era? New onward. head coach? New head coach. Not officially yet. Can't announce it until after the Super Bowl. New GM. What? Um, Hopefully keep Kirk, though. Where, really? Oh, uh, you're, yeah. you're in that camp? Same thing with Caroline Soro. She really likes Kirk Cousins. I think Kirk is the best option, especially if Rodgers leaves. Like We can win the NFC North, actually, as opposed to... You better win the NFC North yeah. if, if Rodgers leaves... Yeah. You're left with, I, I'm the only, and I'll still die on this hill. I'm the only, I'm of the only couple people in this world that think the Lions have are putting something together in Detroit. I do. Too. I really think they do. I mean, I like their coach. I like their mentality. I mean, they're not in a playoff position right now, but I mean, give it a couple years. You never know. I do like Jared Goff more than most people. I don't like Jared. So, Goff. <laughs> so you know this because you're a Rams fan. Yeah. When the Rams played the Vikings. He had the single greatest quarterback performance I've ever seen in my life. It was maybe uh, 550 yards, five touchdowns. It was just, it was uh, absurd. I was so upset as a Vikings fan because, like, this guy is just kicking our butts. I'm thinking Thursday night football. Yeah, it's like week five of the Super yep. Bowl year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. I remember now. I remember now because, because yeah, they wore the the royal throwbacks. I remember. They're beautiful. They're great. I have one <laughs> in Jared Goff. In Jared Goff, believe it or not, but I. I don't know if it's the Lions' turn to move on yet from Jared Goff. Maybe they do in the draft, but they have so many issues. I, I, I couldn't tell you confidently. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, last question because I said I was going to add it after I did it with Carter and Ty. If you could go back to any sports moment in time and like be at the event, what would you pick? I, I mean, again, go, this will go back to track. This works out well. Like Usain Bolt, any Olympic – because he, he swept the, what, 4 by one 100 and 200. You know and, that way better than I do. I don't know. So he, well, he did. It wasn't a question. <laughs> oh, I, I thought you were asking me. I was like, yeah. I don't know. He swept those three events in three different Olympics, so over a 12-year span. Yeah. Uh, and just any one of them would have been cool. Maybe 2012, that was probably his peak. In London? London. The, U- in the United States, oh, 
for anyone listening, go look up four by one against USA versus Jamaica in 2012 Olympics. It's the it's the it's the greatest relay race ever. Huh. Okay. That's a. I would not have thought of that, but yeah, that's a good one. Like people have said, Babe Ruth called shot. Um, Miracle on Ice. That's mine. Mm-hmm. I love Miracle on Ice. Would be awesome. Um, oh, I thought you would have said Minneapolis Miracle. So I thought about it, um, and it would be awesome. But you know, Olymp- it's just more special. This to an Olympics it's every four years. I would you know? love to go to an Olympics. I feel like that would be super special. They're going to? Aren't they in LA soon? The Olympics? Yeah, like it's in like two more Olympics. Is LA? I say soon. Olympics are every four years, so it's, I don't know. It takes a while. Are they? I'm I pretty sure. No, I have no idea. I'm pretty sure they're back in LA. Maybe. In which case, we so should which go. Case, we let's. I, we were talking so. Brought, Jordan, coverage who? brought to you by the Kansan. <laughs> the Kansan from in 2036. Oh yeah. Um, Jordan Ziegler, who we've been on, we've. I need to have him on this podcast. Who's another Kansan staff writer? Mm-hmm. But um, we've talked about like because he covers. KU golf. He's the KU mm-hmm. golf B writer, men's and women's. And he was like, "Yeah, they have a tournament in Maui." And I was like, "He was like, you think um, you think they'd go for it if I asked to go cover it?" And I was like, "To go cover golf in Maui?" And I was like, "I mean, you, want, I, I'll go with you." And like, <laughs> we had a, we had a legitimate fifteen to twenty minute discussion about me and Jordan Ziegler going to cover KU men's golf in Maui. Obviously, we didn't. It didn't end up formulating. Mm-hmm. But could you imagine if that did? I know. I think. That is one thing, like, I think the J School, we talk about it again, investing in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. They do a good job of that, too. Andrew Lynn got to go to Madison Square Garden this year for the kickoff for KU basketball. Yeah, Champions Classic. I'm going to try and go to Eugene for NCAA Nationals for track this year, this summer. Ooh, that'd be a good one. Um, and and I, so I, I think I have a, you know, there's a decent chance I'll be able to go. I mm-hmm. mean, getting a press pass is, is the, the easy part, you know, trying to get funding for it because it's a lot of money for me to <laughs> go to, to Eugene. Go to Eugene um, and so hopefully, you know, that'll be something that'll happen, and I feel confident in that. I said I got to go to Omaha. Jordan Zieger got to go to Omaha. Um, Abby Lord and Andrew went to Pittsburgh for volleyball bet when they were on their run. I'm sure things will come up with March Madness. Mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming we're going to make it. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sitting at number 10 in the country right now or whatever. But, but I mean – like people are getting to go on these like awesome trips. They uh, we had, uh, Kansas just sent a group to Ames for the Tuesday game against Iowa State. So I mean, just very thankful for what you know the KU journalism school mm-hmm. has done for us for this podcast for take aside playmakers everything. I mean, give us an opportunity to you know express a personality and be you know kind of like be ourselves if that mm-hmm. makes sense. But I think that is about. All the time that we have for this week's episode of Wave the Wheat. Appreciate you guys tuning in. And Max, any any last thoughts? Yeah, thanks for having me on. Check out Take Aside KU on Twitter. It's at Take Aside KU. KU. There you go. <laughs> um, so check that out on Twitter. We're going to be posting a lot more content. Um, and just, yeah, have fun with this semester. You'll see me on there. You'll see Max on there. You'll see Chad on there. You'll see Blake on there. Bunch of Wave the Wheat guests are on that show. And we have a lot of fun with it. So, I mean, definitely check that out. Um, that, yeah, like I said, that is about all the time we have for you guys. And as always, take care.